New digital technologies are driving a step change in enterprise business transformation. At the Digital Twin Podcast, we explore the intersection of technology and business. What should your digital twin look like? Episode three, customer experience and digital transformation. Welcome. You're on the podcast here with Hari and Omar going live. How's it going, Hari? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yourself? Oh, man. Let me tell you. It's been a very interesting uh, few weeks, right, to say the least. But, you know, we were talking earlier a little bit about, you know, digital transformation and and all the great things that can happen with, you know, transforming your business. But do we really focus on what the customer experience should be or needs to be or, you know, what, you know, what are some of the things that customers, you know, expect, right? I guess we're looking at expectations and how they experience that through, you know, by some of the nice uh, use cases and, and great transformational um, uh, projects that are out there. I mean, that's a that's one thing that I think most people don't really talk about too much. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you think people yeah. have a, a disconnect with with? So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a topic that we uh, we wanted to talk about when we initially introduced the the topic of digital transformation, and I think maybe it's important to kind of put a little bit of context around it, right? When companies enter into a digital transformation initiative, they have a number of choices. Where do you focus, right? You have to prioritize. You can invest in operations, uh, operational excellence. You can invest in customer experience. You can invest in a new business model altogether. So a number of choices you you have because you got to prioritize, right? You have a certain amount of resources that you can invest in. So a lot of folks out there, a lot of organizations, enterprises have to make that decision on where to invest first and where is it going to be the most amount of returns. And so... The fundamental question that we are trying to answer here really is, and and that's about what is what is truly the value of of changing the customer experience for a business? Is that where the value is, and 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 is, how does that compare to maybe doing something else? You know, improving your operations. Yeah, you you hit something very interesting there that, that I like. It's because. You know, everybody sees what was potentially possible, how to transform their operations or business. But, um, you know, how do people, what what we're really asking is to change the way they do things, right? In a very simple mm-hmm. way. Yeah. We're asking them to change the way that you do things from today to, you know, from X to Y. And what is Y supposed to be? And tell me all the great things and how I should feel about it along this way, the journey from X to Y, which is, you know, if you just think about big, you know, even before digital transformation, sometimes I think even back to traditional enterprise software implementations, big, you know, initiatives around uh, enterprise software, very similar experiences with people spending, you know, millions and millions of dollars trying to change the way they normally do things. And sometimes they get there, and sometimes they don't. But the one thing that is true is they leave away with that experience, that it's, you know, maybe it wasn't worth it, maybe it was, what do I take away from it? 
I'll never do it again. You, you, you could kind of, this is the reality that we, we somewhat have to deal with. Uh, you have to, you have to go through that process to learn, right? Yeah. It's, it's a learning experience you have to, to endure. Um, but you know, from a customer experience standpoint, uh, do you feel that organizations are investing enough? So one of the things that we talked about is, you know, having seen the enterprises and how enterprise digital transformation takes place and how, you know, the consumer or customer uh, uh, transformations take place in, in the consumer space, right? You see a lot of parallels in that you see the, the driver for a lot of transformation begins with that user experience, the experience with the product, you know, and Apple is a great example. They changed how people interacted with their products. And so it's it, you can draw parallels to the enterprises, right? How do you change that user or customer experience? Now we have a number of tools and technologies that allow you to get intimate with your customer, get the feedback, um, have a multi-channel experience, whether you're on a website, on your Facebook, on a mobile app, or in a store, uh, or on Amazon, eBay. I mean, you're interacting with your customers in multitudes of ways. And do you have a, a, a central 360 degree view of your customers? And do you understand your customers intimate enough that you can predict what they want and then adapt your offerings accordingly, right? So this is a, that's right? a ver this is very interesting. Let me ask you this. You know, you, you hit a very interesting piece here of, of understanding the user experience or, or even the customer experience through this process. Do you think that when we say this is where you are and this is where you want to be is the right approach or do you say or do you think saying having a vision of where this might go not exactly how it's going to finish but this is where it's going to go we'll start this way and figure out what really sticks and what's what's adopted is this approach, as you mentioned, with Apple? I mean, they try a lot of these different things, but some things mm -hmm. work, some things don't. And the ones that do, they're wildfires, right? Is, is that yeah. some of the similar... In, if, you, if you take that that same analogy and put it into the industrial world, industrial IoT, industrial experiences, do they have the patience to go through these trials, these POCs, these pilots, without really seeing what, how this is going to really play out? Yeah, how long? I think we do. Yeah, that's a good question because I think we touched on this on a previous episode. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, do you? You know, some industries, and whether it's industrial or a different one, right? Some industries are probably not well tuned to having to go through the trials and tribulations of, of technology experimentation. So, so is because, that the new norm of a customer? The experience is that part of the experience that that you know, how they experience these projects changes over time. They have higher expectations, quicker, quicker results. I mean, is that all part of the ethos now? I, I believe, I mean, that, that's, you know, that's a good question. It's probably much broader than yeah. that. But, you know, I, again, my thought process around that is a customer, you know, 
you you know the data drives who your customer is understanding that customer their preferences their needs you know their feedback all of that is much easier to collect analyze and then predict you know for an enterprise right and then use that data to then change your offerings but that was in the world before right the world before was I'm going to think through maybe research and then come sit, you know, in inside of your organization to come figure out the best product strategy and then launch it. Um, and then obviously iterate through a longer process. Whereas now that that has shortened, right? Because now the feedback is relatively quick and the expectations of that user experience is at a much higher level, right? So I think there are some variations. You know, you, know? you just, you just, you just, I just thought of something here. You know, we talk about autonomous, you know, 4.0s and, and, yep. you know, you know, trying to close loops on all sorts of technologies. What you just explained there with the user experience is happening already in a closed loop environment, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They're intimate with the product. The product managers or the product owners are seeing how they're interacting. They're getting that constant feedback on why they're yeah. using it the way. So that part, that loop is 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 is, is autonomous. It's closed, mm -hmm. which gives the engine, or the modeling, or the business, or the whatever you're you're creating, the foresight to drive down the path of where they see the customers will start to really adapt and have a greater user experience, as you mentioned. I mean. Yeah. So, so that's that's part of the whole ethos of what we're looking at. But on the industrial side, if you think about, you know, we're from the B to C to kind of the B to B and the industrial, mm -hmm. it's a very unique, you know, I would say there's a there's a gap there. It, it's not an easy jump. Would you say? Do you think it's it's? A, you know, the underlying concepts are still the same. Just yeah. while you were saying, I was thinking about something. Like for example, today the consumer may want to know. How was my product sourced? Mm. Right? Is it is it sourced from the right places? It, you know, where was it made? How was it made? What comp what products, chemicals went into the the manufacturing of, let's say, a shampoo or a soap? And uh, it was it ethically done, right? So there may be questions that that a, a customer may want to answer. And, and, and maybe that is information that organizations are providing today. And we know that that's possible today, right? Um, but if you take that example, direct-to-consumer example to an enterprise, today we have technologies like blockchain that allows you to mm -hmm. authenticate, you know, whether an airline part is, is original or if it's not. Right and track it exactly to where it was manufactured, what place, what city, what what part of the world. So, so again, are, to are me, you, that's customer experience. So, are you saying that there's, you know, throughout the life of this data and the experiences and the data that's available, you can have your your organizations or your team use the data in a way to go find a story that that makes sense that they might be doing that they might not even know they're doing and use that to enhance their brand 
and their awareness because they have just a little bit more insight on where things are coming from, how they're being produced, and what they're doing good for the environment or the community around them. The sustainability, everything like that. I mean, you could, we can, they can make general statements, but can they actually prove it and actually go down the lineage of the data and the exactly. chain to see what's really happening? And if they find out that it's not, how do they change their ways? Right. Right? I mean, that's a very powerful thing. I mean, I just, to me, you know, as you were mentioning that, it just it just brought into my mind, you know, the, the whole, you know, closing that loop that, that's already there, that's being developed. And, you know, on the yeah. industrial side, you know, that, that's one of the ways that you're looking at from maybe from a blockchain technology point of view is a way to kind of have that autonomous control loop where somebody can actually see what's being done throughout the supply chain, right? So, um, but, you know, with that, I, uh, I think the user experience through the journey of the digital transformation, if you think about from what it means to digitally transform to where they're going to get to, you know, in my view, what I'm seeing is, is expectations may be set a little too lofty in the beginning for a lot of different, you know, use cases. I mean, you know, just different transformational projects, right? And how to set expectations and, and create a better user experience for some of these customers so that they can continue on these journeys to continue to, you know, you know, show wins. I think we, we, we hit back on it in a couple segments of short-term wins with tangible value versus intangible long-term value that might be gained or not gained um, or seen, right? So it's, it's a multitude of things, but at the end of the day, the customer has to believe it and they have to yeah. see it. And they have to live themselves. They have to be able to see themselves in that new experience that you're, that we're, you know, basically outlined with the transformational process. And I think that's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to do, right? Bridging that gap. But uh, there's a few people out there that might be doing it well. I mean, we should, we, we, we have a few um, uh, candidates up uh, that might be, uh, showcasing here in the next few months uh showing us some real insights on what they're doing you know when, when we bring them on board we can't give you the names yet but um that's in the it's in the pipeline coming so you know that's one thing that's one thing that i think you know is it's going to be here to stay you know if, without that ex, you know understanding where they're going and envisioning themselves in there and having that experience yeah. i mean you could it's one thing to say to experience it at that point but the journey from where they are to get there, you know, is it going to take, it's like driving to, you know, to your favorite destination in a, in a straight line that takes you five hours. You know how long it's going to take you. Is it going to take me five hours? Is it going to take me 50 hours to get to that destination? And does that overall affect Change. the experience yeah. that they're going through? Right. Um, so, Absolutely. you know, that's, it's, it's, it's a challenge for sure. You know, I mean, what do you, if, if, Let's say this: if if you were if you were a client trying to transform your business, would you be short term or long term focused? In general, if you had the latitude, if the business if the business will allow you maybe three to five years to kind of show some interesting things. I mean, how would you 
you know, how would you like that experience to look like for you? I mean, if you were a customer, if you just hypothetical, what would you like? Well, you know, sometimes um, that's not even a choice, right? Uh, you're driven by your sh uh, shareholders and, and uh, the investor community to be driving um, these transformation at a certain pace or the expectations are, are driven by them. Uh, so, you know, it, there could be other factors, but, but you're right. You know, I, I believe in um, what Amazon believes in, and that is a true customer obsession and then thinking in long term and then think about the operational excellence part of it that's i think three of four of their key tenets right yeah i mean if you think about how they even came into existence that's just thinking from the customer onwards what what what's their customers experience should be you know whether it's availability of whatever they want whenever they want wherever they want at a at a pace that is you know challenging to even an organization like amazon and they're they're constantly challenging themselves to deliver faster and faster right and so that thinking from the customer outwards i mean that's sometimes like you said it has to be long-term thinking it sometimes is not the least expensive route to take Mm. But as you see in many of the uh, enterprise examples, and we, you and I have talked about it a lot, it does ultimately result in significant value that you cannot really easily um, uh, generate by improving your internal processes or, um, you know, or, or improving your operational uh, elements, right? And that's why there is that focus, because it fundamentally also... Um, focuses on your business, your core of your business, right? You're, all, you're challenging yourself because you're serving your customers and you're challenging your own business by serving your customer in new and different ways. That prevents another person from coming in and going to that customer and challenging you by offering a better service and better experience. So basically trying to hold on to your customer base with enhanced experiences so that they don't leave your nest mm -hmm. right yeah i mean and and personalization and we we i think we briefly touched on it. i mean that's one of the elements of the digital transformation right it's you know as we have more and more data and sometimes customers are willing willingly wanting to give you that data right i want to be welcomed or or uh greeted by my name you know maybe that is that is what i need as as a consumer or as a customer and then basically understanding my needs and preferences and then, you know, helping me or advising me based on my own needs, you know? So, you know, a good question is, do you, are you okay with Google knowing your preferences or are you saying, Hey, I don't want Google or anybody knowing what I like and what I don't like. And so I don't want you, my Google home to home to tell me or call me by my name and tell me what, what, what I like or, you know, so it's, it's, you know, I don't know what is your thoughts on that sort of personalization. I think, you know, it's 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 quite unique. It's a it's a unique space that we're in because we see advances in technology and convenience. Right to your point, 
what is more convenient to you? What makes life easier for me? You know, if you're going to tell me I shave 10 minutes off of an ordinary task I would normally do, that's 10, that's, that's, that's 10 minutes that I get back that I could do with whatever I want, right? Is that valuable to me? Time is a valuable thing. How can yeah. you give me more convenience, more information, more access now that mm -hmm. I can actually do things in the pace that I want to live my life? Maybe that adds more things that I can do. Maybe that just yeah. makes me complete the things that I have to do and leave the rest for what I want, right? All that is to the individual. And within that you know, environment, we do give up a little bit of mm -hmm. privacy and, and there's a balance. There. There's a balance. So I think this is, this is, you know, today, even today we're striking that balance. You know, I, sometimes I, I, I don't feel comfortable knowing that when I talk to somebody about baby wipes on my Spotify, baby wipes comes up. So that, that really, you know, an ad of baby wipes, it, it kind of, it's to me that 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 it it it, it gives me pause. Freaks freaks people it out. Freaks me out. Like, what, how do they know I, I was talking about baby wipes? Even the particular brand. Okay, the same. Brand. I mean, what? <laughs> so so yes. Yeah, so we're we're on the edge. We're on the the wet edge of all that. And I think um, you know, society will will tell us exactly how far we want to go with that and how far. Uh, uh, or how much to push back, but uh, I believe there's going to be somewhere in the middle. I think um, uh, there'll be some unique things around privacy, how to autonomize the data, maybe not know who the data is from and stuff like that. But might customers be... need to have that choice, right? And and uh, you know, and now Google is starting to offer that options, and, and everybody else is, right? Whether whether I want to be, uh, or they want to save any of my. Um, past data or locations, I can choose to have it or not have it, right? And if I do have it, they can serve, him, serve me better. So I'm making a personal choice whether or not that data needs to be someplace or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And so it's going to come to a point where there is, you and I make a determination if that data and the insight that this company is providing you, you know, provide, is that creating additional risk for us? because they have too much data, right? And two, is there enough value they're providing me because they know more about me and they can help me better? So there is that balance, again, at some point it's gonna, it's gonna kind of even out. It's the give right? and take. As long as the value's there, I would give. Yep. That's really what exactly. it is. is it, but that's the, if we're talking about customer experience, that is, if we wrap this up in one phrase, as long as the value's there, I will give. It's a very simple yep. thing. That means sure. that the value must continue, must continue to adapt and continue to deliver value for me to pay. And that's it's true. With really, everything. it's a nutshell about customer experience, right? <laughs> and that's digital transformation. Everything, yeah. You know, you could you could say that too for anything. Yeah. But well, I like to thank everybody who joined. Um, you can. Find this uh, episode on uh, Facebook and uh, be sure to visit us on uh, 
on Facebook, uh, Twitter, um, or digitaltwinpodcast.com. And uh, this is Hari Nomar signing out. And thanks for uh, listening. Thank you.